there, my name is Shane Craddock and this is the Inner Edge podcast where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hi there, and welcome to The Inner Edge, today's episode with me, Shane Craddock. Um, recording this on the, uh, for the 10th of January, so uh, I think the last episode was just around New Year's Day, uh, three cr- uh, cracking questions for a great new year. Um, and uh, if you're interested in having a, maybe a little bit of reflective space to think about three humdinger questions, I would encourage you, if you haven't listened to it already, to go back on that one. Other than that, if you're listening to this in the new year, around in early January, I wish you the very best for this year. And why not make 2022, when I'm recording this, why not make this really an exceptional year for yourself and for the people around you? Regardless of whatever the world or the media or people are saying to you, I do think we're in for increased turbulence and uncertainty in this decade. But I think we're also, if you have the right mindset and the right approach and take an inner edge to things and realize the value of what you have inside yourself, um, I honestly believe you can create some really great things and there's going to be amazing opportunities over this decade, both business and personal, um, to reinvent and to reinvigorate your life, but also if you're a leader, uh, to bring that energy into your organizations. And that kind of ties in, I think, into what I'm going to talk about a little bit today which is about spirit spirit um and it's something that i i know myself in my own life and my work that is becoming and has become increasingly more tangible in what is probably an intangible subject and uh something that's not often discussed in business now when i'm talking i i will explain i suppose the angles of my own definition but what i'm going to say to you here is that for true success my experience has shown me that you need to raise your spirit level now if i break it down true success to me personally means uh, i suppose my, my my success in all areas of my life in terms of my health my relationships uh, my finances my work my expression um, and whatever else i believe i want to do or or i want to create or where i want to make an impact so true success to me is more of a 360 type of thing in your life as opposed to, for a lot of people, success can be very narrow. They don't often realize they can just be very focused on one area, like money or status or power. Um, but I suppose, as somebody said to me before, like how much is enough when it comes to even finance? And what you'll often find, what you'll always find is that it's empty at a certain point. Um, so <clears throat> when, I, when I talk about spirit, I don't really mean... Um, I do mean spiritual, I guess, but I don't mean it in a religious context. And in Ireland and being Irish and being raised a Catholic, uh, there's all sorts of emotional baggage around that word spiritual. Um, but for me, I, I, I don't, I'm not, I, I, even though I was raised a Catholic, I'm not a practicing Catholic. Um, I would consider myself spiritual. I'm, inter- I'm interested in those areas. I'm interested in all religions. I'm very curious about that kind of area. I do have a strong faith in something. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, you, maybe you do, maybe you don't, but I, I do believe that there is an intelligence in life. You can call it whatever you want. But at that aside, which maybe can be more philosophical, 
what I really have an awareness of, and I see it with my clients, and I'm very aware of it in myself, is my own energy level, which I connect to the word spirit. And so, as as, a, as somebody said to me a few years ago, you know, like, you, you know, God, I'm putting on a face all the time, and it's exhausting. So they're trying to be positive, thinking that nobody picks up on it. But it doesn't matter who you are. If you're off in yourself, that means your spirit is going to be off. Your spirits will be low and you can't fake it so people pick up on your energy you can walk in and say all the right things have a big smiley face which a lot of people in the business world do but really there's a sense of energy and authenticity that sometimes it's hard to put into words and what i've seen and what i'm seeing is that spirit which you call it energy or just even that energy of authenticity it's very hard to articulate it but you know but it is low in a lot of businesses why because I think leaders don't prioritize it. They don't necessarily see the value of it. It's certainly not traditionally discussed in business. Um, but if the spirit of a leader drops, and with it, when the spirit of a leader drops, the energy drops, the hope drops, the optimism drops, it goes up and down perhaps like a yo-yo, that ripples into the team. And I will say that a key skill of the future for leaders everywhere is going to be to learn how to raise and maintain your spirit at a high level more consistently and then to do the same in other people around you. Because ultimately, the spirit of the business and the spirit within a leader reflects into the performance of the team, which means it reflects into the bottom line. And it also is way more sustainable. Now, you know, there's a sporting term we can say well they've got the there's great team spirit there it's the same sort of thing like what does that mean like you're not talking about religion or anything there or even spiritual or are you um you know at the moment i follow i'm a long-suffering <laughs> man united supporter in the english premier league and at the moment they're being um slagged off for having a very poor team spirit so what you could say is there's a lack of togetherness or maybe there's a divisiveness apparently there's rumors of division in the dressing room it certainly is very evident there's something wrong. Um, but when a team spirit is there, what it means is, is there's a oneness, there's a togetherness, people are aligned. And within yourself, I think it's, it also applies that when your mind is divided or maybe you're overactive in your mind, I do think it, it dampens your spirits. And in a way, as somebody who was depressed before, like that word depressed is depressed, is pushed down. Maybe we're like pushing down our spirit, our energy, from our thinking, certainly I know I was. Right, uh, just a little reminder that I have shared recently something that I think is very useful because we put a bit of time into it. Um, it's a free workbook called Win Bigger for 2022, 22 questions for a great 2022. Um, the link, if you haven't seen it, the link is going to be in the show notes here on this podcast and um when you sign up for the workbook you'll also get included in my mailing list where there's a, a weekly email every monday and a few other goodies that you kind of get as you're connected to me um now it is also going to be the perfect complement to a webinar that i'm holding on monday the 17th of january which is i think the third monday of the january of this year's january <laughs> And that's normally actually called um, Blue Monday because apparently it's supposed to be the most depressing day of the year. But when I did a bit of research on that, I realized it's kind of BS because it was it was first published in 2005 by a 
press release from a, a UK travel company called, I think, Sky Travel. But there's actually no science to back it up. But I think the fact that somebody puts something like that out into the consciousness or out into the ether, people can pick up on it. And uh, it certainly has gained traction as being the most depressing day of the year, the third Monday of January. So, But I'm hoping you don't buy into that kind of rubbish because it is rubbish. Um, even though when you're in Ireland in dark, damp, cold Monday, it's probably easy to buy into maybe and feel sorry for yourself. But anyway, I decided to rename the 17th of January this year, Monday, Win bigger day, a chance to be inspired, to think bigger for yourself, and to really up your game. So I'm holding a webinar. It's going to be one hour long, 7 p.m. Irish time, um, and I will be sharing some ideas and being at your best and help you to shake off some mental cobwebs. It'll be really, really worth it. It's I'm charging a nominal fee of 37 euros, and the link also will be in the show notes. But as I say, you don't have to attend. You can also do the workbook there. Win bigger one for free. That'll be in the show notes too, but I might see you at that webinar if you get this audio in time. All right, back to the show. Um, and now within a program that I run called MindShift, which is kind of probably hands down the best way to do some work with me, um, if, you, if you're not working with the one-to-one because A, it can be expensive and B, it's unlimited, not many people I can do at any one time, but MindShift is, without doubt, probably the best way to kind of get in and work with me because it impacts on so much in your life. And you can, I'll talk about that di- different day. But within that program, there's a concept that I put in front of people, which is called the Nyart Star. And the Nyart uh, Star, the Nyart is the is the Irish word for vitality or vigor. And I think there's some sort of a a spirit element in it too, because. I break down the Nyart star in four categories, your physical energy, your mental side, your emotional side, and then your spiritual or spirit side. And the spirit side, I believe, is going to become increasingly more important over the next 10 years. And you're going to see this coming through. Now, there is going to be resistance to it, but that's the way it always happens. I mean, I was talking to um, a client recently who was who had attended the Ernst & Young Entrepreneur of the Year Award, their uh, CEO retreat there a few months ago in Ireland down in Killarney. And they were saying it was just all about mindset, mindset, mindset. And it's funny, you know, he was saying that 10 years ago, if you'd said that everybody would have been talking about mindset today in 2021, 22, you probably would have been laughed at. But I remember 20 years ago getting into some of this stuff and starting to run workshops, try to set up a cult. <laughs> Maybe I was, I don't know. But um, <laughs> but things change, perception change. And I'm telling you that for over the next decade, you are going to see an increased movement towards um, bringing spirit and spirituality, I think, into leadership and into business. Now, there's going to be a whole way, different ways of doing that. For me personally, I like to keep it very practical. That's my own approach. Um, I'm not particularly into dogma because I've I've been I've suffered in in that context at different times. I think it's very practical. And to me, ultimately, spirit bringing spirit about yourself really comes from working on yourself. And I remember myself when I was very depressed, as I mentioned earlier on, and my spirits were low. Really, the cause of that was I was in my head too much. And what I've had to learn to do since is to bring my heart and my soul without hopefully sounding too corny, to bring those elements into it and to understand what does that actually mean? Like, how do you, what does that actually mean, Shane? But certainly I'm much more aware now that overthinking, being in my head too much, that does shut off the spirit side of things. It does affect it. And as a result, it will affect things like your creativity, 
your uh, sense of intuition. Um, you know, when your spirit levels are high, think about it. Really, it's another way of saying it could be, well, you're in the flow. And most reason people understand that. That's the same thing to me. So the flow, some people would say that is a spiritual experience. I think it is. And I think it's probably the way that we're built. We're built to be more in flow than we realize. When you're in the flow, spirits are high. Decisions flow. They're easy. You make them on the fly. Clarity is high. Your creativity, your enjoyment is high. Really, everything starts to kind of move. And in many cases, a lot of my clients would have said, yeah, when they're in the flow, they kind of almost have the Midas touch. And I do think that that comes in when your spirits are high. And it's very personal. Nobody else can tell you when they're high. You are the only one that can sense it. And I know for me personally that one of the ways that I raise my spirits is to be in nature. You know, it's, you don't have to go on a course, don't have to go on a program. Um, but while I'm in nature, I kind of just go into free flow thinking mode. And perhaps that's maybe where the learning is. You know, and I think business traditionally up to certainly this point um, has been an intellectual sport. Um, and for good reason. But I think there are consequences to that. And part of the consequences are that, and as we're seeing, it doesn't necessarily always respect people. doesn't necessarily always respect the environment. And I think when you bring in the heart and the soul and bring in spirit, um, major shift there that you will see happen is that the priority around people becomes much more centered. But what I see in the process at the same time is that you also uh, can make more money, but it's more sustainable model. And I think that is, I think, uh, I think the point that we're at in terms of a transition right now in terms of leadership, because I think the model is broken. It's not working. And spirit needs to come more into the conversation in the boardroom, into our teams. You, might not, you may not uh, want to call it spirituality because you probably, if you're listening to this, they're going to raise your eyes to heaven. Uh, <laughs> but you could call it flow. You could call it a higher sense of well-being. Um, even though the well-being, I think, is a word that's also misused. There's many different layers to that. But I am telling you now, today, in January 2022, 20, that the coming decade, the coming thing is spirit, without a doubt. It's going to be understanding how do we raise our spirits and how do we do the same thing in other people because ultimately the leader's job is to influence and improve the people in their team and their organization and if you can understand how to do that in yourself well that's the best starting point to bring it into other people so a few questiones how are your spirits now you know your spirits will go up and they will go down guaranteed i'm the same but how are they now for you and when they drop, like what's different about you? Can you see what might be causing that? Is it, most people say, well, it's the circumstances. I would say, well, maybe look at your thinking. Maybe look at your thinking. Um, and then on a very practical level, for you personally, what are three ways that you can elevate your spirit today? What are, what are three ways that work for you? Again, there are multiple ways to do it. I can give you probably a hundred, but what three ways do you think might work for you? And my challenge for you today is uh, at some point, do one of them. Little gift for you. See, can you raise your spirits? Could be as simple as going outside for a walk for 50 minutes to a half an hour, and giving your mind a break, learning how to rest your mind. Because I do believe, and my experience tells me that my spirit rises very quickly and significantly when my mind is clear. So if you're seriously interested in true success, my advice uh, is to learn how to cultivate your spirit. 
Thanks for being with me and here's to a great year for you. Bye-bye.